Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. So Yanni and I are back with you and we have gotten some dialogue around the word balance Mm. and we use balance in our intro. Um, We talk about, you know, the ability to create magic in our everyday while balancing families, careers, and relationships. And, you know, we thought about this intro for a little while, kind of going back and forth, workshopping it. We were really set on the word magic and creating it every day because we both find that that that's super important. Like, don't wait on Monday till Friday to get your magic, people. We want you getting your magic Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, rinse and repeat. And so it's important that you know that there's a lot of things at play here. And I I don't know, like, I know there's a lot of words that can be used for balance. Like some people are saying integration. Some people are saying um, harmony, like a a musical, like harmony of all these things. Mm -hmm. I'm actually thinking I'm still okay with balance. And let's talk about it a little bit. Um, and, and just kind of come to a consensus of like, what are we trying to get at when we say that in our bodies? Like, how does it make us feel when you say that Yanni, or when you hear that balancing family careers and relationships, like, what do you mean when you say that? I remember when we were talking about our tagline and what we were going to do and, and all this. And I remember, I remember us like coming up with lists that like, you know, that we thought would create this podcast to be what it is. And I think we played with this word balance for a while and we kept, you know, finding synonyms and, you know, other words uh, to fit in. And we kept saying, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's it. And I'm not sure which one of us um, came, like said the word balance probably was me. No, I don't know who it was. Probably was Beth, but it was like, perfect because Mm -hmm. when I and I I love words so like I love when someone says something so I'm the first one to go and google it like what does it mean what is it you know and when you look for the definition of balance it's it's an even distribution of weight enabling someone or something to remain upright and steady and to me it's like the core you know how your core holds your whole body up and steady? That's what balance means to me. Oh, that's so good. There are going to be times where your scale is tipped. But as the person that you are, so even, I don't want to say the mother that you are, because if you're not even, a, if you're not a mother, this is still valuable information for you. We just both happen to be mothers. So this is our life. But for the person that you are, that core is what you need to always go back to, to yeah. sustain balance in your life. So for us, it does look like family careers and relationships and understanding that like that scale gets tipped often and it gets, it's, it gets hard to balance everything 
you know? And sometimes it does look like that. Like our, my scale was not always even it's if anything, I always have to put an effort to even out that balance. I was going to say, it's probably more or less mostly not even. And I I think that's where people want to get real irritated about Webster's dictionary is like, that don't hone in on the 50-50, right? Because we're actually not even talking about two components. We're not even talking about work and life. We're talking Mm -hmm. about other things too, like parents and relationships and our own desires and our children and our careers and our spouse's needs and all of these things. But I love how you just emphasize the middle part. I don't know what that's called on a scale. I guess it's called the scale of that equation. The middle part is the core and making Mm -hmm. sure that the core is getting what it needs to bring that those pieces back into balance and mm-hmm. not to say that the balance is 50-50, but a level of homeostasis back yeah. into a spot where you feel like you are above the line. Yep. Yep. And a lot of times, like, you're, the things that you're balancing are going to be different. You know, it wasn't to almost five years ago that I balanced, you know, my children was in it, my own personal family, you know. I didn't have to balance that. I didn't have to balance, you know, getting dinner down at a certain time or all these other things. Like my, my scale was so different that I could do these things and not necessarily have to worry too much. Well, you know, is this person getting it? Is this person getting enough? Like it was more so myself. Am I getting enough? And if I'm getting enough, then these things are balanced. So Slight things have changed where, you know, my scale has gotten a little heavier with the amount of things at times, you know, that I'm, that I'm balancing. But again, it's that core strength. Now, let me ask you this. When we say, okay, we're trying to get all of these pieces in our life sort of back to a place of good. I feel like I even out of the gate realize or or know, like in my body, that there's just going to be times that some things are going to fall off and some things aren't. Like, I don't even think I go through life actively thinking like, I need to put this many rocks on this scale, this many mm-hmm. rocks on this scale, this many rocks on this scale for it to be quote unquote fair. No, I don't walk through life doing that. I think I do what you're saying where it's like, okay, I check in with myself and I give Mm -hmm. what I have to give. Whatever I have to give, even if I only have 70% and I give 70%, that's 100% of what I have to give. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. So I try my best to give what I have to give. Mike and I, this was actually kind of brilliant, and I can't even believe he did this because this is from Brene Brown, and I saw a meme on it or whatever. I call everything a meme. It wasn't a meme. It was like a reel or a video, but I'm just old like that, and I call everything a meme, but it wasn't. It was probably like a beautiful snippet of like a work TED Talk or something like that. But anyway, I saw this thing, and he must have saw it before me. Because I came home the day before the kids had their last day of school. And we always do like a little party for them, all these things. There was a lot to set up for. Plus, we were starting some construction on the house. 
And I was just done. That day just wore me out. I worked out really early. I probably should have rested, didn't listen to my body, you know, had a kind of a tougher day at work. And he's like, where are you at? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, what percentage are you at? And I was like, I'm at 30% if I'm being honest. And he was like, all right, I got your 70. He's like, I got your 70. I'm like cheesed up because Dan sent me that same thing in my inbox on Instagram. Yes. And he did it. It's not that he just like, I thought that was something that like I just saw, but he did it. And you know what that 70% meant? That meant he cooked dinner. He cleaned up dinner. He packed lunches for the kids the next day. He took the kids out with a dog for a walk. He did baths and he read stories at night. That was my 70% that he took on because we were able to communicate that I was only at 30 in that moment. And you know what I did? I read. I laid in the bed. I was, I laid in the bed with nothing on quiet because that is what I needed. And then that next day I threw the, the most epic party when I asked my kids like scale all one to epic, what was it? And they're like, epic. And it's like, because I came back and I got what I needed. You know what I mean? Yep. So nothing was balanced in that day, yep. but everything was good. Everything got to what it needed to get to. That just, I mean, I love that. I love that for you guys. Dan had just sent me that thing, sent me that, um, that whole recording. I think she was being interviewed or something. Um, yeah. and, or not interviewed. I think was, was it a podcast or like some kind of like, know. in my it mind, it was, like a meme. it was a meme. It was not. She was born a generation too late, you guys. It was not a meme. <laughs> generation too late. That is not a meme. It was generation, like, I don't know. <laughs> geriatric millennial. <laughs> generation geriatric. Um, but it wasn't a meme necessarily. It was like a, a, a podcast or interview or something like that. But needless to say, I Dan sent that to me and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. Um, but that when you were talking about that, it just brought we'll me back to that. We'll link that up. We'll link that up in the we'll episode. Link it up. Well, um, it just brought me back to the episode that we talked about. Use your words and asking for help and knowing what yeah. you can give. And I know like a mm. lot of people, when we put that poll up on Instagram, on our Instagram story about like, why is it so hard to ask for help? And people said, you know, most of the comments were, you know, or people responding saying, because it makes me feel weak or I feel like yeah. I should be able to handle it or X, Y, and Z. Um, but knowing that you have what you have and just because you f- do whatever that task was, like not doing it in the right state of mind or not doing it and being present, like sometimes it's better, you're better off just not doing it. Yeah. Because it means nothing. Thing. Like you may like come home to a, f- a day in your family where you're at 30% and your partner's also at 30%. So, okay, what's the game plan there? The game plan there is like, you're not doing the extra. You're basically just kind of in survival mode, both of you, and you're being kind to each other and you're helping where you can, but you're slowing down a little bit the train of like what needs to happen that day. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's such a great skill. It's such a great skill to to check in, not just with yourself, but the people around you too. Like even at work. Like there, you know, even just thinking about this, like it, it, this would be a great like meeting starter instead of saying like, "Tell me one thing you no, someone doesn't know about you," you know, like maybe yeah. start with like what percentage, like where's your battery life at right now? 
We yeah. go around the table. And not to say people have to divulge their deepest, darkest secrets. Like if they say they're at 20%, they don't need to tell me why. But me as their leader, I can say, okay, this isn't the day to nitpick at that thing. They're at 30, if they're at 20%, today's the day that I'm going to show up with a bit more compassion than delegation or whatever, because you know that yeah. that person's at 20%. Yeah. And I think that's so important to be able to voice those things because not no one that I know is that is at a hundred percent. And a lot of times you're not even ever like really at a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like life's happening, things are happening, unexpected things are happening. Um and so it's hard to always be at a hundred percent. And it's hard, even more hard to even having to act like you're always at a hundred percent. So yeah. just being honest with yourself and knowing your limits and knowing that what you're, you know, how much percent you're bringing is, will set you free, will make you feel so much better. Oh, that so someone true. else knows that I'm only operating at 20%. And they I have someone that knows that the whole world doesn't need to know that, but whoever yeah. that person is for you, like, as long as they know it, then they can respect it and they can say, okay, Beth's only working at 20%. I need to up my game. And there's going to be a time where they're going to be operating at 10, 20, 15, 30, whatever percent. And you'll be that person for them. And you know what that's actually doing? It's building trust in your relationships Mm. is what it's doing. Because you're Mm -hmm. able to be a little bit vulnerable without disclosing, you know, the nitty gritty details. When you're able to be vulnerable with the people around you, it elicits this trust and connection. And yeah. then it just becomes a foundational building block for anything that's hard in front of you. Yep. And create, I remember, you know, as a child, always being taught, like, people do what you allow them to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you don't speak up for yourself and say, how, I mean, and just to rewind really quick, how many of us have agreed to things that, we really didn't want to constantly, not that much anymore, but I used to constantly do that all the time. Right. So, because you're not being honest with yourself, you're not being honest with your boundaries. You're not being honest about where you're at. And I did, you know, being behind the chair in the salon, oh my gosh, my earlier years, I've done this multiple times. I coach my staff on it so much about it now um, because I've overcome a lot of different situations. But like there were so many times where like, I know I don't work X, Y, and Z day. Oh, but yeah, I can do your hair that day. Yep. And I would do jump over, you know, leaps and bounds and to do these things. And the only person that it was affecting was myself because I had no boundaries and then I would get annoying when, when people would be like, oh, I know it's Tuesday. I know you don't work, but um, can you do my hair? And I'm like, oh, I would get annoyed with it. And it's like, well, they're only doing it because you said it was okay before. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So just understanding that and understanding the balance that you have to have so that you can become or have peace within yourself mm. is the starting point. Being able and I to know say a lot no. of people get upset with like that word balance. And if that word like triggers you because you already out of the gate feel like you're not going to reach a 50-50 or whatever, then please feel free to use another word, whether it's harmony, integration, copacetic, like whatever, whatever you want to use, 
you use, but just know what we're talking about when we say it is like that core ability to get back to what you need. I mean, just, just think about it, guys. When we're talking about balance, it isn't necessarily 50-50 at all. So that's not when we take 50-50 and balance out of the equation. Even when you're doing a workout, right? And you're working on your lower body, let's just say, and you're doing one leg at a time and you're, you're using weight. At that point, you're putting a lot of weight on one part of your body. Yep. And what, do you, what does your trainer or instructor, instructor say? Use your core. Yeah. Use oh, your that's core. so good. Right? That's so it says, good. They I say, didn't use think your about core. That. You know, I mean, I do, I do Peloton workouts, and that that's like my jam right now. And everything that I'm doing with strength, it's like your core. Use your core. Tighten your core because if your core is not tightened, then you won't oh be able my to gosh. balance. You won't be able to balance this. You're it's going to so be off true. balance, right? So take that analogy and put it into your everyday. It is not about being 50-50. It's about being able to balance whatever's on your plate by going back and strengthening your core, right? Beth, you were a waitress. I was a waitress. Like there's been times where you have three plates on this hand, two plates on this hand. No, it wasn't balanced, but I was walking steady Eddie. You know, like (laughs) I was good. So knowing how to, to... to use your strength yeah. and your core to get what you need to get done. That's the balance we're talking about. Yeah. Nothing's ever, yeah. you know, in my life, I, it's it's not going to be 50-50. There's so many moving parts, you know, that it's not. But just being and able to withstand what you're going through. Conceptualizing, like, reality of timelines, right? There's going to be moments where you can get some of these things copacetic, like, every day. But there's going to be things that take longer. And, you know, whether it's like you're not at where you want to be with your job or you're not at where you want to be in certain relationships. Like we know sometimes these things don't happen overnight. Most times, in fact, we know they don't happen overnight. So be realistic that it's going to take a little bit longer of a runway to get those pieces a little bit more set up where you want them to be. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing too, is taking account on like, if you're vision envisioning a scale, right? What is weighing down what part of, of these pieces of your life? Are they still serving you? Are they meant to be there still? Are there things that you've said yes to that are, are currently a no for you, but you don't know how to get them off your balance sheet? Like get those yeah. things off your balance sheet. Whether you do it in like a beautiful, eloquent way or you just like, you know, you're righteous over it, like get them off your balance sheet so that you can have more capacity to get that alignment, alignment that we're really talking about, like alignment within yourself, within your core, within your soul. Right, right. I think that's that's what we're trying to explain here. And and if you, you know, are used to referring to balance as a 50 50 that's not what it is not for me anyway throw that out the window throw that out the window throw that out the window like maybe that was like a at one point in time that's what it meant for a lot of people um but balancing to me just makes this means like you know coming out on the other side and a lot of times like even in relationships 
with my husband, like there's been so many times where like I've carried the weight. Mm-hmm. There's been so many times where he carried the weight, depending on where we were, um, you know, in life. So being able to shift and understand that things, a lot of times when when things happen, they don't come in like a routine or they don't come in like a certain timeline. A lot of times mm-hmm. it's like, especially the unexpected things. A lot of mm-hmm. times it's like, a, it's like, a, oh shit, this is happening. I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know it was going to happen so soon. Or I had no idea this, this blindsided me. I had no idea that, you know, I don't know, the, the, the car was going to need a new, new brakes or whatever, you know? And that's yeah. something, that's the weight that no one expected to happen that has to go on someone. Does that make sense? Like it has to, it, does. it has to go on your shoulders. So like a lot of times there might be, you know, three plates in one hand and, and two in the other. Yeah. And then you know? somebody comes and bumps into you or more, re- or more yeah. realistic, somebody like me, where it's like, I avoided the food pickup window at all costs. And so I wasn't really doing my part. <laughs> Guys, if your food was late at the restaurants Beth worked at, it's because she was not doing her rounds. <laughs> she never carried her own food. I would get she yelled at for that all the food. time. All the she time. I would, take the yeah, long, you would. I would take the long way around. Just so I didn't have to walk past the food window to carry anything. It's so messed up. And you know, in a restaurant, and those oh of you guys God. that are in the restaurant or worked in a restaurant, you know that despite, it doesn't matter whose table it is, whose t- it does not matter. You keep doing loops. You keep walking. You so keep doing loops. Up. It was Beth so messed never, up. Beth never went to go check to make sure her, there was food to be delivered. And I probably or get bad, bar- bad karma around that. I probably still am getting bad karma around if your that. French, if your french fries were cold... <laughs> it's because Beth did not go back to the window in a good amount of time to to get them. So, just FYI. Oh, but it is so. I'm even learning from you today. Honestly, that that core comment with exercise just threw me for a loop because I actually am an <laughs> avid exerciser. But Mike will die laughing because I never work on my core, and I know that I should. I know that I should. I just really never do. And I always look six months pregnant because of it. <laughs> yeah, I can't with her. It's Someone not said that to me once. They're like, "Are you expecting?" I'm like, "No, I just don't do abs. <laughs> just don't do abs." I'll run all day, but I don't. I don't tighten my core when I'm running. <laughs> I'll get, get on my back. I'll get on my back, but not for abs. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get Beth a weight trainer, y'all. I'm You're gonna, gonna get her... give me one of those like rollers. <laughs> No, I'm gonna get you a waist trainer, like one of those like straight up like corset kind of things. <laughs> so that when you're running, you're like forced to focus on your core. Oh, oh my gosh. Geez. Get me one of those like vibrator ones. <laughs> just See, like... she just took this to a whole new level. She just took just, this to a whole new level. I just told you I'd get on my back, just not for abs. <laughs> it's not for abs. <laughs> Y'all. Oh, Anyway, we're getting off topic, but I will tell you this, that comment threw me for a loop because I will tell you that married with the timeline is so important to underscore because if I'm thinking about myself in this moment, it's probably taken me a good year to balance where I am right now, putting some things into place. Like a solid year of like solidly trying to 
balance all of these things. It's taken me about a year to to get into a place where I am right now, which I think is pretty good. Yeah. But I think that starts from like little things and being able to, you know, say no when needed, ask Mm -hmm. for help, right? Being able to even, even having it down on paper, I feel like if there's something that you're wanting and something that you're needing, having it in your head can do a few things. Like obviously the thoughts come to your head, right? But letting it sit there can cause anxiety because now you have these things that you want and you desire and you want to happen, but there's no action. There's no, there's nothing, uh, there's no roadmap to how you're going to get there. You just have these things. So all you think about in your head is how you're not doing, how they're not happening, how you're not accomplishing putting them down on paper and learning how to balance them in your life. If this is what I'm going to, and I think we talked about this on the last episode, but if, you know, working out in the morning is your goal, then balancing waking up earlier should be on your paper. Oh yeah. It's so spot on. Should be on your paper. So knowing that like, yes, if I wake up earlier, you know, what does this look like? I will be able to yeah. work out. I'll be able to have more, you know, time in the day. Cause so many times how, like how many times have we said like, Oh, I wish I had more hours in a day. And it's like, well, there's only 24 hours in a day, no matter how rich you are, no matter what you do, no matter how you feel, these are the amount of hours that everyone has. Yeah. How you balance those hours will allow you to get more done or to feel more accomplished or, you know, to have your desires be your reality is how you, you know, how you go in and balance those, that time. So if that is something that you're, that is flowing in your head, mm-hmm. then, you know, look at your scale. One of what, the what like simplest I- changes that I've made over the last year is I actually don't <laughs> commit to a lot of things socially. And I know we did a whole episode on finding new friends in your thirties. So maybe this is like inhibiting that, <laughs> I will not say yes to a lot of things. If, you know, something's going on, I'll say, you know, because I don't want to say yes and then be resentful. And ultimately it's, it's a no, because I don't have time for it. And like, typically when I say yes, right away, if I don't feel that yes in my body, then it's going to turn into a no. And I'm going to have to find a way to get out of it. And that kind of goes against my integrity value, which is really important to me. So one of the, I guess, hacks for me is I don't say yes right away. And I kind of leave it open ended, especially for like more of like the group things, right? Like, you know, we're having this hangout, you know, do you want to come? And it's like, I might, but let me see what's going on. Like, I kind of leave it open ended. I would say five out of six times I end up going to that thing, but it's because I want to. And, right. and so I try to leave my, my schedule a little bit open-ended so that I don't have to load up and then I get to that thing and I really don't have time for it or I'm tired and I just need to rest or I want to be alone, which is like another thing. Like I have four kids. I get very little time alone. So if I can get that, I'm going to choose that probably mostly over going out and doing something. Um, so that's like a little hack that has worked for me. 
Um, and it, it also has left time to be more like spontaneous, which yeah. is like another thing. Like if your life is planned out to the T, you don't leave a lot of time for spontaneity. And like, that's one of my gaps. So it has allowed spontaneity to enter the scene because I've left some more free time out there uh, to do stuff with. Yeah. And sometimes that can, that's, that's where the balance can get off shift. There's been so many times, especially now that I've overcommitted myself to things and only because I was trying to make up for something else. Yeah. So, you know, moving to Maine and not having, you know, that core friendship group group um, that I was so used to having my, my entire life, you know, when someone was like, Hey, should we get the kids together? Hey, can we do this? I always like, yes, 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 yes. Because I was trying to find that same feeling, that same, um, those relationships again. And what would happen too, it was like the burnout of like, Ooh, I feel like I'm just doing so much. I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm doing so much and so many things, but I'm not doing things that I want to do. And honestly, you would probably get to those events and you're not giving those people your authentic self anyway, because it's not there to give. And so if the goal was to try to create new friendships, well, you're already out of the gate, not getting, you're not giving them a real version of you. It's not a balanced version of you. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, I, and I know sometimes we, we do this and, um, and at a point in time, I struggle with that a lot and I'm, it's safe to say that now I've gotten so much better at it, but creating a balance in your life is one of the best things that you can do, especially when you have already a lot on your plate, when there's so much going on, you know, there's different people that you have to balance, different schedules you have to balance. And for me, sometimes I look at it and say, okay, what are the non-negotiables? What do I have on my scale that I can't change? Mm -hmm. What does Mm -hmm. that look like? Okay. So now what can I add to this scale that won't tip me over? Yeah. Yeah. Or you know break I mean? you. Or break me. Like, what can I add? What do I need to take off? I like that so much. And I, I going back to our other piece of our tagline, creating magic in your everyday, like really being intentional about that. Like even today, as I was coming home from my exercise, I stopped and like actually looked at some of the flowers and stuff in front of people's houses. And I like never really do that, but like people really go ham on their front yards and flowers. And so if that is your thing, like I want to stop and take that all in. And that like gave me a sense of just like magic inside of me. It's like so pretty. And it's like, okay, this is like pretty mundane day, right? Like nothing out of the ordinary is happening, but I was able to create a bit of magic just in that small moment. Yeah. And when we talk about the magic, guys, we're, you're not going to have these, like, I don't want you to take everything literal and it's going to look different for everyone, right? But we talked about this when we did our Glimmers episode, or, you know, and we talked about finding those small things, right? Like everything that glitters isn't gold yet most days I do not wake up and go, Oh my gosh, I'm so well rested. This is the best day ever. Like it doesn't happen that way, you know, but finding those glimmers and creating that magic magic doesn't just happen. 
you have to create it. You have to create it in your mindset, you know? So if you're in this, if you're already in this mindset to accept joy, to accept the little things, um, that's already creating magic. That's how you create it. It just doesn't happen. You know how like, like magic's one of those happen, one of those things that like doesn't happen for everyone. And in all the Disney movies, they always say like, when you believe in magic is when magic occurs. Mm. So believing in the magic and understanding that it's a mindset shift in the way that you have to think and accept and open yourself up. That's where the magic happens. You know, you know, you can look at your children they can be, you know, really loud in a room. You're like, stop being so loud. But then the magic happens when you look in the room and you see your kids all together and they're laughing and they're giggling and they're dancing and all this kind of stuff. That's the magic. So there's two ways to look at it. It could either be like, stop making all this noise. Or, oh my gosh, look at them having so much fun. Yeah, one's magic and the other one's just got a nuisance, you know? One's chaos. Yeah, yeah. So creating that, like creating that, meaning like create your mindset to accept the magic, to accept the glimmers, the things that are happening in your life. That's what it's about. Yeah, magic is in the eye of the beholder. And that's such a good reminder. So that's what we mean by balance. And again, we invite you uh, to explore, you know, what, what getting back to your core means so that you can sort of have this magical experience and even in small doses every day, you don't have to wait for the really big things to get them. Well, it takes for the small things to happen before, you know, the big things happen. So if you're looking for that magic, if you're looking for that balance, create it within yourself, create your scale to, to look however it's going to look for you. And just know that like, use your core, use your core to strengthen your scale so that you don't tip over or it doesn't break. I love it. Well, follow us at trust me underscore the underscore podcast and give us a listen wherever you listen to your podcast and let us know what you're thinking and how you're feeling out there uh, because we'd love to talk about it and bring it into the conversation yeah dm us if you guys have anything you guys want to talk about any topics or you know if you guys listen to an episode and you have more questions or you didn't understand something whatever it is i we both want to be able to, you know, just connect with you guys, um, you know, personally and not just, you know, you guys tuning in. So DM us if you guys have any questions. Um, and until next time. Bye. Bye.